which three 2022 NFL draft prospects will we discuss today? Stick around to find out only here on Prospectology after a quick word from our sponsor, Anchor. What's going on, all you Prospectology fans? It's your host, Luch, and we are back with episode 181 of Prospectology, giving you some insight on prospects coming out into the NFL draft as well as game breakdowns of college football games and talking some NFL. But uh, hopefully you all enjoyed the first mock draft of probably farther away from my final one, which I'll have closer to the 2022 NFL draft. But uh, of course, I put that one out and big trades in the NFL like uh, Tyreek Hill going to Miami. So uh, I don't think Miami uh, would be taking a, a wide receiver considering that first round pick goes to Kansas City. So a lot of shifting in this year's uh, NFL free agency uh, from some big names uh, getting some much-needed cap space uh, for these NFL teams, but uh, a way to limit your cap space and use it perfectly uh, is to draft younger talent uh, who will be making uh, good money uh, but not but not wicked talented money uh, until uh, they show out on NFL fields. But uh, here we go, right into it, uh, putting our scouting minds together to give you three more draft picks, starting off with Greg Dulcich. Uh, he's a tight end from UCLA, wears number 85. Uh, he's listed at 6'4", 243, uh, has an arm length of 33 and 3 8 inch arms, uh, wingspan of 81 and 2 8 inches, and his hands are 9 and 7 8 inches. Uh, you want to go check out Greg Dulcich. Some of the games that I watched that I could uh, scout was against Hawaii, LSU, Arizona State, Fresno State, at USC, and at Utah. Uh, Greg Dulcich, for the 21 season, uh, had... 42 receptions, 725 yards receiving, and five touchdowns. Now, uh, he can line up in line right next to the offensive tackle as a blocker, uh, and then they also line him up on the outside as well. Uh, but he has decent speed uh, when he's working the seams. Uh, he has a very stout frame listed at uh the 6'4", 243, so he does have a bigger upper body. Uh, he's strong. He can absorb contact uh, when making catches in traffic. Uh, he loves his ability when he's in line uh, next to the offensive tackle in the run game. He can square up his blocks, uh, fit his hands in, has a, an excellent leg drive to be able to uh, drive his man off the line of scrimmage. Uh, to get some push uh, and provide running lanes for his, his running back. Um, he's a tough blocker. Uh, he'll match up against anyone you put him against, and he'll give it his best. Uh, very athletic player. Uh, has very strong hands uh, in the receiving game to, to haul in contested catches. 
um, especially since the quarterback at UCLA wasn't very good. But uh, Greg definitely used those strong hands to haul in some pretty bad passes at times. Um, Will use his size to shield off defensive backs away from the ball. Um, Tracks the ball well downfield. Uh, He has very good length to extend and make catches outside his frame and against uh, poorly thrown balls uh, that are outside his uh, catch radius. Uh, He can haul those in with no problem. Um, He will find holes uh, in the defense to attack. Uh, Very good spatial awareness. Uh, Decent acceleration to beat DBs on uh, post routes and vertical routes. Uh, Very active hands uh, and feet. They work well. They're in sync uh, when he's blocking. Uh, Gets good push on linebackers when he has to block at the second level. Uh, But some of the things that he needs to work on uh, for me personally that I saw was he's in, he has an inconsistent release, doesn't get off the uh, line of scrimmage as quick as possible. Uh, his lateral agility uh, to make people miss, uh, not very uh, good. Uh, he's not very elusive. Uh, he uses his size to try to just mow uh, defenders down instead of trying to make them miss. Uh, but that has to do with his limited lateral agility uh he has to learn how to separate consistently it's great that he has spatial awareness uh, and can attack the seams with his uh little speed that he does have uh but has to get open more consistently uh at the next level uh, like i said speed has good speed not elite speed uh you can see that from his size he has very He's high-hipped, so he has very stiff hips when trying to move. Uh, and then there were times where uh, there were some focus drops where he just dropped uh, some easy balls. But uh, Greg Dulcich, give me him in the second round uh, as a uh, tight end option at the next level. Next prospect is the linebacker. From Wisconsin, uh, paired up with Jack Sanborn, is Leo Chanel. Uh, He is 6'3", 250 pounds, with an arm length 31 inches and 9 and 3 fourth inch hands. I watched him at Purdue, Army, at Minnesota, against Iowa, Arizona State, at Illinois, Notre Dame, and Northwestern. Uh, and Leo Chanel, if you want to check him out, you just watch uh, Wisconsin, and he was number five um, uh, on the twenty-one season. Uh, Leo Chanel had ninety-six total tackles, fifty-fifth, fifty-five of them being solo. Uh, he had eight sacks and two forced fumbles. Um, mainly plays inside linebacker. Uh, You see the straight line speed when he's coming downhill in run support uh, to be able to penetrate gaps and shoot gaps and get into the backfield to uh, disrupt the running game. Um, He'll break down when he does uh, 
have a chance to make a tackle in the open space, and he shows very good tackling technique. He'll break down, scoot, scoot, and secure the tackle uh, while one-on-one in the open space. Uh, has pretty good awareness that I saw uh, dropping back into zone coverage, even though he doesn't do it as often. Uh, he was a leader of the defense uh, for Wisconsin. Uh, he has a very solid frame, uh, standing at 250 and 6'3", so good size for an interior uh, linebacker. Plays with good high football IQ. Uh, when he has a chance to make a hit, uh, he brings his all his body with him. Uh, and he hits very hard. Um, he shows tons of power when taking on blocks at the point of attack, and especially fighting through double teams. Uh, you see the short area quickness when he's uh, diagnosing the run game and getting there in a hurry to make a play. Um, Wrap-up tackler, doesn't arm tackle or anything. He makes sure he secures the tackle, uh, plays with high effort. Uh, he's a sideline-to-sideline side type of linebacker who can make plays in the run game, sideline-to-sideline. Uh, side line. Very good strength. Uh, on passing downs, he gets home on blitzes and and has some pretty good uh Pass rush skills with a, a nice bull rush where he uses his power uh, to knock back uh, offensive linemen into the pocket. And he has a nice swim move too to defeat blocks. Uh, pretty good athletic ability. Uh, not necessarily has the length um, and doesn't have tons of experience in coverage that I saw. Uh, he can be stuck on blocks at times, so he has to more consistently shed blocks. Uh, his mobility and coverage uh, moving laterally. He does have sideline to sideline range, but he's a better player when coming forward rather than going backwards. Um, and then has to improve his functional strength at times. He can be uh, pretty much handled when offensive linemen can match his power. But Leo Chanel, uh is a second round uh, linebacker who can come in and start uh, right away for you. And then lastly, uh, another offensive lineman. I just love the offensive lineman, uh, especially the depth in this class. But you have Spencer Buford. Uh, he is an offensive lineman from the University of Texas, San Antonio, the Roadrunners. Where's number 74? Uh, he's 6'4", 304 pounds with uh, arms the size of 34 and 3 fourth inches uh, and a hand size of 9 and nine and a half inches. I uh, watched him at Illinois this year against Western Kentucky uh, in the Conference USA Championship. Uh, watched him against San Diego State uh, against at West, Western Kentucky uh, in the regular season and against UAB. Uh, now, he's a player who is quick out of his stance. Uh, he can get to the second level in a hurry. Uh, shows good mobility uh, while being very light on his feet. Uh, he plays left tackle, but he has versatility to kick inside to play guard, uh, which NFL teams will love. 
Uh, he has very good length to extend and latch on to blocks. Uh, moves well laterally, uh, especially when he's going out on screens and when he's performing trap blocks or even climbing up uh, to the second level out on screens. But uh, he's aggressive at the point of attack. Uh, he's a decent athlete. Uh, will get pushed in the run game with his ability to uh, finish blocks. Uh, he'll fit his hands inside, uh, get some nice leverage, uh, drive his legs, and look to drive his opponent into the ground. Uh, he can cover ground very quickly. Uh, he mirrors well to pick up blitzes and pass pro, uh, especially against stunts and twists and things of that nature. Uh, and that the mirroring skills come from his ability to move uh, laterally very well. Uh, has very good pop in his hands to be able to uh, halt uh, pass rushers. Uh, he's as uh, he's very flexible. Uh, he's able to in the run game use his body to contort his hips to seal off opponents uh, from the play side gap. Uh, he takes very good blocking angles to his target. Uh, he can tend to overextend and lose his balance at times. Uh, he struggles with DNs with speed who attack uh, and twist inside. Uh, he has a tough time uh, getting there in a hurry. Um, sometimes he has the ability to stop his feet and just literally... Just lose all movement whatsoever. His hand placement can be all over the place. Uh, he needs to learn how to strike inside consistently more. Uh, as a, In pass protection, he can be more of a catcher. He waits for the guy to get to him uh, and just catch them instead of uh, beating them to the spot and attacking them. Uh, he can tend to be a catcher and pass pro. Uh, footwork. Uh, his technique with hit, with his footwork uh, needs some work, but give me Spencer Buford in the 6th, 5th, 6th round, and I'd be happy to try to develop him uh, to start, whether it's in the interior or left outside as a left tackle. I like him more, uh, better in a phone booth as a guard rather than left tackle, but uh, give him a few years and hopefully he can get to that point to develop into a starting caliber, if not the worst, uh, a depth piece for an NFL roster offensive line. But there we have it, three more prospects as we get closer to the 2022 NFL Draft and we get you ready one prospect at a time. Until the next episode on Tuesday, keep scouting. And as always, I'm out.